This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. up guys it is this a joke do you guys hear that (laughs) should i leave that in there because i'm so confused maybe my neighbors are like oh no she's talking again okay anyway we're just gonna roll with it hi i missed you guys last week i am so sorry that i flopped And honestly, I don't want to sit here and make excuses, okay? But I'm going to um, because there's just like something in the air. I don't know what it is, but I have felt so weird. Like, I don't know. It's so weird. It's like, I feel fine and like everything is fine. But then a part of me is like, something's wrong. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's so weird. I felt so tired last week and... um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, The week just got away from me, and then I was dealing with a lot of um, imposter syndrome. I was like, do people really want to hear about what I'm going to say? Like, I don't know. I just, I get into these weird, (laughs) dark places. (laughs) So I was just having a moment, okay? I think that's just how I should say I was having a moment, and it just kind of got away from me. Thursday, like, ran away from me. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just post it on Sunday. And then I didn't do that. So now we're here. And I am so sorry. And that is not going to be a reoccurring thing, okay? Um, so I am so sorry, but we're back. And I have a Q&A for you guys, which you guys asked me such good questions and a lot of questions. So thank you so much. I just asked on Instagram for... So yeah, I asked for your guys for your guys's questions and you delivered. So I'm going to have to probably split this. I'm 100% splitting this up because there's no way that I'm going to get to every question. But um we're going to do a Q&A this week. I have a guest ne- next week and then we'll just see what happens. You know, I don't like to plan too far in advance because life's a little crazy right now. So how have you guys been doing? <laughs> With that said, um, I hope everybody's doing well. I, like I said, have been feeling a little cloudy, a little hazy. Like I just can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it is, but I feel a lot better today, which is amazing. So happy. And I don't know if it has to do with the fact that it's like a super gloomy day outside and I just thrive in this kind of weather. Like, you know, the first Twilight movie where everything is like so dark and gray and like just that's like the vibe that I am aiming for. Like, where do I have to live? Where do I have to move? I'm not moving, but where where do I have to live to have that kind of environment? Ollie is licking his balls right now not even lying okay so should we just get into it I think that's all I have to say I am excited to chat and you guys asked me some good questions so let's get into it 
I don't know why I always forget to say hi welcome back to unwinding I am so happy to have you here (laughs) I just will I ever get intros correct right I don't know okay first question I'm going to answer, how did you come up with your handle? So my handle on Instagram is a chair for my bag. And Ollie, stop. Um, So many distractions today. I'm sorry. So I actually don't, I was literally thinking about this and I was like, I have no idea how I thought about it. I just honestly knew that I wanted something that wasn't my name and I wanted something kind of like cute and fun, but yeah, I don't know. I wish I had a better answer for you. I always just thought about it. Oh my god. (laughs) I don't understand what's happening. Give me a sec. Okay, stopped. Okay, cool. So yeah, I don't know. Oh my god. This can't be happening. Okay, so now I'm just, I'm like distracted because I feel like any moment now it's gonna start again. Anywho, I really have no clue how I thought of my name. I just thought, you know, I always want a chair for my bag when I'm, like, going out to eat and stuff. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, But now I've been thinking, like, do I want it to be my name? Because I don't know. Now I'm in that moment where I'm like, ugh, like, do I want to switch it to my name? Do I not? I don't know. What do you guys think? I would love your input, actually. Okay got a lot of friendship cues and one of them is what do you look for in a friend so I think my answer for this has changed slightly as I've gotten older but honestly I just want people in my life that are adding something adding something positive to my life and not taking something away I just want it to feel natural I want us both to want to talk to each other, to spend time together. I mean, friendships are their work, you know, like, but I feel like the best ones don't feel like work, you know what I mean? And I just want someone who wants, like, the best for me because I am by no means perfect, but I can genuinely say that if there's one thing about me, it's I really do want the people in my life and my friends and anyone I come across, to be honest with you, I want them to be happy so I guess just someone who's on that same wavelength I think it's also important to realize that not everybody's gonna fill every single one of our needs and I think that's totally okay that's something that I've definitely just like accepted over the years and I I think we can't expect people to be absolutely everything for us and I think that's why it's so important for us to be everything for ourselves even though that's so cliche it's so true but that way you're not expecting that and looking for that elsewhere and if you listened to my episode with Natalia which is one of my favorite episodes we touch so much on friendship and um kind of this conversation and we talk about how we have certain I don't want this to sound the wrong way but like how we have certain friends in our life for certain things and that's totally fine like for example I have friends that I wouldn't necessarily like they wouldn't be my first call if I like had a problem and I needed someone to like hear me out and give me advice or I know some friends like are more down for certain activities than others like you know what I mean like and that's okay that's okay because not everyone is going to be everything for you and I think we just have to take people for who they are and appreciate what they do bring to the table and how they do add to your life and think about how we can add to theirs and ultimately grow together and yeah 
I think that's what I look for in people in general, but yeah. I got a lot of questions about like mornings and waking up happy and how are you happy all the time and how do you see the good in every day how do you stay so positive etc so basically the question that I'm going to answer is how do you see good in every day and I love this question but I just also want to emphasize and preface this with every day is not going to be perfect no day is going to be perfect because perfect doesn't exist but every day is not going to be great but I think the thing about that is there are always great things in the day even if they're small little things so I think something that helps me is that I was raised to always think about those little things that make up the day again no matter how little they are but to always think about the little things that make up the day and the little things that I'm grateful for throughout the day and I know that I go off on gratitude all the time but I mean there's a reason why I talk about it so much there's a reason why I always go back to it because it is such a big part of my life it also ties into like my faith and that's also a huge part of my life which I don't talk about that often because like I've said before I just think religion is super personal but that is something that is like super important to me and a very big part of my life and I've had my own relationship with that you know I've had kind of seasons of my life where I've been way more, I don't know how to like talk about this, but I guess just way more present in my faith and stuff. And um, yeah, but lately I feel like I owe so much of my happiness and how I feel every day to my faith. But anyway, going back to gratitude, um, I think you just have to be grateful for the little things in your day that keep it going and that make it special. I think we have to romanticize the little things because ultimately they add up and they are what's going to make up your entire day. And like the things that we, the things and the thoughts that we give energy to the most will grow and they'll take over our minds, you know? So I try as hard as I can to monitor my thoughts throughout the days. It's easier sometimes it's harder sometimes but being aware of your thoughts and being conscious about them and what you're giving real estate to in your mind is huge I feel like I could take this question so many ways because I feel like there's just so many parts to it like the way that I wake up is also a huge part of how I feel that the rest of the day Um, because I feel like setting up my days really does just make all of the difference but the way that you start your day is so valuable And I don't know if people, I don't, I feel like people get it twisted and think it has to be this like super elaborate morning routine because you see them all over social media. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It totally can be something elaborate if that's what you want, if that's what you have time for, et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't have to be somebody else's morning routine. It doesn't have to consist of things you don't enjoy doing just because you see other people doing them. It can literally consist of just a few things that you like and little things that frame your day to start on a good note. But the way that you start and the way that you end your days is so crucial. I'm working on my nighttime routine because that definitely needs some work. But I have said this before and I'll say it again. When I changed how my days started, my days started to change 1000%. And I can never not have like a little morning routine anymore because I just, I can tell the difference when I don't do it. And I know how great I feel when I do do it you know? So I think it's just 
again, sorry, just like a ramble, but it's such a combination of many things. There's not one thing that I do that helps me see good in every single day. It's a lot of things. Sometimes life does get in the way. Sometimes things are bigger than us. Sometimes things are completely out of our control. And when that does happen, and I've been in that situation many, many times, I think all that we can do is focus on what we do have control over. And that's also hard for me because I love to control things. So for me, like accepting that I can't control everything is like, excuse me, you know, but you know, I think the things that you can control, focus on the things you can't control. So like how you wake up in the morning, what are you doing first thing in the morning? Are you being present throughout your day? Are you thinking of the things you're grateful for throughout your day? Um, Who are you consuming throughout your day? Like, are you consuming content on social media, on TV, wherever um, that makes you feel good and inspired? Are you surrounding yourself with people in your life that are adding to, that are adding good things to your life and helping you see the good in every day? You know what I mean? Like, it's so many things. Like, it's just not, it's not just one thing. But these are things that you can control. And I think that's what we have to focus on. And just try to have more gratitude in your days. Celebrate the little things. There's so much beauty in the ordinary things and people love to hate on the ordinary things because people only want the extraordinary things but I think when we start to celebrate the ordinary things is when we get the extraordinary things I don't know I don't know but that's just how I feel okay so yeah I hope that answered your question what's your favorite and least favorite zodiac signs I love this question because I love astrology um okay so (laughs) This is also hard because, like, I have friends of every sign, pretty much, almost all of them, or I know someone or whatever, and this is not to say that if someone is this particular sign, I don't like them, okay? But, like, if I had to say, overall, my least favorite zodiac sign is probably Pisces and Aquarius, and there are a few people in my life that are Pisces that I love, so don't get it twisted. But, like, for the most part, like, I just, I don't know. It's not my fave. And Aquariuses, again, there are people in my life that are Aquarius. My dad was an Aquarius. Um, my sister's an Aquarius. You know, I know a lot of Aquariuses, but they're just not my favorite sign. Yeah, it's just not my faves. Aquariuses are a little, like, they're just, like, kind of hard to read, and I feel like, yeah, I don't know. That's just what I think. And then my favorite, my favorite signs are Geminis and Scorpios, and um, I have a lot of Libras in my life that I love. I love Tauruses. They're so chill, Um, and also we get along really well because we're both Earth signs. Um, I have Cancers in my life that I love, and surprisingly, not surprisingly, but, like, Capricorns and Cancers do really well together, um, so love Cancers as well, but I think my favorites are Geminis, like, I just fucking love my Geminis, and I love Scorpios because I'm just, I just love Scorpios. I'm also a Scorpio moon, so I kind of, like, feel identified too. Okay, have you ever been ghosted? Um, yes, (laughs) yes, and I'm, like, still recovering, okay, (laughs) even though it was, um, like two years ago, but that shit hurts. Like, I don't deal well with rejection. I mean, who does, right? But I feel like, you know what the thing is? I feel like some people are so good at like letting things go and just being like, okay, you know, like that happened and let's like move on. But no, 
I hold on to things and I wish only when I care, (laughs) obviously, like obviously, but like when I really care, that's a problem. Like I just like, I just, I really care. (laughs) And when I care, I can't let go. And when I can't let go, I'm still talking about it in therapy two years later. You know what I mean? Um, no, but for real, I, yes, I have been ghosted and it's not fun. And that's all I'm going to say about it. I mean, what else? That was your question. Have you ever been ghosted? Yes, I have. Okay. Do you journal every day? How do you find the motivation to do so? This one also was like best advice to kickstart your day with motivation. So like I kind of tied them together. So, okay. I pretty much do journal every day. I'm kind of more set on my routine Monday through Friday and I'm a little bit more lenient with what happens on the weekends but I still do it mainly because I love it and I love how it makes me feel and it just like I'm just used to it at this point and I love that it gives my mornings a little bit of a structure like I I don't I don't know how people just like and you if you do this like no shade I just like genuinely don't know how people like I don't know, just like wake up and then just like start working or like, I just don't get it. You know, like I just, I need, I need to like ease into the day. I can't just like go, go, like, don't get me wrong. I wake up and I'm like, go, go, go. Like I have so much energy in the mornings. I'm such a morning person. However, I, there's like things I need to do before we're going to like work. You feel me? Like, I can't just like get up and like, okay, like let's go. Like, I can't do that. I need to like ease into the day I need to like set my you know intention for the day I need to get my mind right like that's how I need to do it so I think this also ties back into the previous question about finding good in the day I don't really have to search for the motivation to journal because I enjoy it so I crave it it's part of my life I don't want to say it's a habit but like yeah it's kind of like just part of my morning you know so if I think when we have to find lots of motivation to do something, it's something that we typically either are not used to doing or we don't enjoy doing it, right? Um, So if it's not something that you like enjoy and you have given it a, a chance, then maybe it's not for you and that's totally fine. There are so many other ways to like decompress and to like get your thoughts out, you know what I mean? But yeah, I think I just, you know, I've always loved journaling. Like I literally in my house um, back home, I have like journals from when I was like nine and 10 and 11. And I love that I have them because it's so funny to read. But yeah, I've always loved to write. I love taking the time to be just like with my thoughts and just pen to paper. Nothing, nothing is as good as pen to paper for me. So I will also say if you're trying to get into journaling, but you just like don't know where to start, like maybe that's also it because I get so many questions of people being like, how do you know what to write about? You know, it's such a valid question, but I think to that I would say there are so many journals that have little prompts for you and little questions for you and they make it so easy to like get started. I will link a few of them in the show notes of this episode for you guys because I feel like it would be super helpful for anyone trying to get into journaling. They're like super affordable from Amazon. I have so many of them I've worked my way through so many of them um but yeah if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed and like don't know exactly where to start I feel like those would be a solid place to start so just also realize that there's no like right answer to like how to journal you know what I mean like I most days just like do a brain dump of like whatever I'm thinking I always do a gratitude list I write about my day sometimes I write like my prayers out Um, I write about my goals, like literally anything that comes to mind. I just don't think about it and I just like go 
and the more you do it the easier it will get and if it doesn't feel natural to you but you really want to get into it give it a shot and maybe try out a few different kinds of journals and um, sometimes it's easier when we're prompted with something with a question or with whatever it may be so okay advice for living alone advice for living on your own for the first time do you ever get lonely etc so my advice for somebody living alone for the first time things that help me also i want to preface this sorry but i want to preface this by saying i am so used to living by myself and i like love living by myself and i've lived by myself for so long like in college i lived by myself and i've lived here by myself for like two plus years etc so i've been living alone for a while so things that help me living alone having a dog um i know that's not an option for everybody but pets are amazing something else that i love and always have is like background noise so like there's pretty much always a podcast playing in my house or like an audiobook music i love having just like noise and facetimes definitely help right like so much and right now because like right now is also a weird time you know what i mean so my the amount of facetimes i'm doing it's like astronomically higher than before but yeah even before just like call i'm not actually that's a lie i'm definitely using my phone so much more now than i was before in terms of like phone calls and stuff but yeah i guess what i'm getting at more so is just make sure that you're staying connected throughout your day and connection can come in like so many different ways i think something else to to remember is you need to realize when you need a company and when you're craving company and not getting and don't let yourself get too comfortable being by yourself because that's something that can happen easily is like you just kind of get into your routine and you get comfortable being by yourself and you know the whole thing and then you have to like push yourself to like go and do things and that's happened to me so many times like I just get so comfortable by myself because I love to be alone but I also love people you know but anyway so you just have to push yourself sometimes and don't get in a rut of only being by yourself like even if it's once a week or twice a week that you're like leaving your house going to a friend's house safely um whatever it may be just make sure you're also seeing humans is basically what i'm trying to say but yeah back to living alone so you know i think a lot of it also is like creating new little routines with yourself if because i think you said you're living alone for the first time so it's yeah you're going to be creating all these new little routines with yourself for the first time living alone has so many perks okay like you can decorate exactly how you like no one is telling you to put pants on you make the rules you set the schedule etc it's so fun like you're the boss so think also about how fun it is that you get to call the shots and decorate as you please and not make your bed one day if you don't feel like it though i definitely recommend making your bed because it will just set you up for a great day you know So yeah, I think my biggest thing is also just like make your space cozy, make your space a place where you feel comfortable, make it homey, um, create little routines with yourself, whether that's a morning routine or a winding down routine or I don't know, make a little coffee station or a workstation and just make it cute. You know what I mean? I would love a little coffee station. Um, Stay connected during the day and I don't mean like texting and calling people all day. We don't have like we don't all have time for that but even taking a five minute work break and texting someone or putting a podcast on or calling i don't know voice noting a friend for five minutes or whatever it is go out and get a coffee if you live somewhere where there's like you know walkable coffee shops and stuff yeah so those are my tips do i ever get lonely of course um of course i get lonely but i'm 
I don't know, I think I'm lucky in the sense that I live so close to a lot of my best friends and I FaceTime people all day and if I'm feeling lonely, I go see one of my friends and I also have Ollie, so like I don't get lonely too often and I also live in an area that is like so walkable and there's so many people and everybody has pets and so even just going outside to like take Ollie to the bathroom, like I'm guaranteed I'm going to talk to like two people or three people, you know? So yeah, I'm always kind of socializing because of Ollie, which is great. So that's why I always suggest people who live alone and anyone in general, because I don't know, pets are amazing, but to get a dog because you're just going to be out and about way more than you would if not, you know? So like I'm always talking to people and I see, I see similar faces all the time and we chat and like, yeah, I don't know. I love that. So I also asked one of my best friends who just recently moved in by herself for her thoughts on this just to see if she would give me different insight for you guys. And she said, if you're new to a city, say yes to any plan you're invited to. And I think that this is great. Even if you aren't new to a city, it's so easy to like say no and stay in and chill. (laughs) But we have to push ourselves because it's just, you know, being social is is important and it's such a good way to meet people and she also said if you're a workout person going to like some sort of a gym is the best because not only does it like force you to leave your house but like you'll start making friends especially if you go to the same spot and this is like so accurate like this is literally the thing I miss the most about quote-unquote normal life well that in bars but um going to like my workout spots because I had like friends there and oh I just love it so much so anyway yeah 100% agree on that and then she also said don't go crazy buying tons of food because it will all go bad um which is so funny but yeah you you'll start to get acclimated to how much food you actually need oh sorry to how much food you actually need and can go through without stuff going bad so And then lastly, she said, don't watch crime shows late at night because it's not the vibe. Yeah, not the vibe. I can't watch scary shit at night alone. Like, there's just, I can't do it. I've been watching Handmaid's Tale. And though that is not technically crime, it's still so trippy and dark and twisted. And then I straight up watch Barney after I watch that. Not really. I watch Schitt's Creek. But like, anyway, yeah. Next question, which I also got a few of these, is how to grow on Instagram. So I I don't know. I don't feel like I'm the most qualified person to give this advice as I'm still trying to grow myself and, you know, I also sometimes feel stuck, etc. So all I can say is what I try to do and what I try to do is share things that I love. I... I personally connect the most on Instagram stories. Like, they're just my favorite. I just, I truly just am myself, as cliche as that sounds. But I know not everybody shares their whole life. And, you know, there are obviously things that I don't share and that I keep private. But, like, for the most part, I actually love to share my life. That's kind of, like, my direction and the direction that I want to take my page with on I don't know what I'm saying but I know everybody is different so focus on your thing if you love to share skincare or beauty or whatever it is do that be honest be helpful answer people's dms engage with people um I definitely don't take professional photos but I love taking photos and I just use my iphone I get questions on that often especially 
actually before I got I would get more questions about that when I would take away more like product shots and stuff I just use my iPhone I've always only used my iPhone I love portrait mode um, when possible because sometimes it doesn't work but whenever I can I use portrait mode good lighting is just like everything I try to shoot in the morning or in the evening here at like six or seven but just depends I use Lightroom to edit my photos. I use presets. I just feel like they're game changers. I find them so much better than filters. I use a grid planning app. There's a few of them. I use one called Preview and I use that to kind of like plan my grid and make it look, you know, make it look cute. Again, not everybody has to do this, but I love a nice like thought out cohesive feed and it is way easier said than done. Wait, way easier yeah it's way sorry blacking blanking wow can i speak way easier said than done um check your insights from time to time and work around them see when people are most active when your audience is most engaged use that time to post your content um be consistent like i know everybody says this but it's true and that's a big one and i'm working on this because i don't always have a photo to post i'm really trying to up my content game but I don't want to post something just to post something, you know what I mean? So, but I'm trying to be consistent. So there's that. Yeah. My favorite thing to do is just interact with people. Honestly, I spend so much time in my DMs all day long, actually getting to know anyone who interacts with me. I, I give people my time because they're giving me their time and I am so grateful that they're interacting with me and I want them to feel valued and appreciated. And so, yeah, and that's my favorite part, honestly. So focus on the audience that you have. Don't focus on the numbers. Um, Don't focus on where you want to be. Focus on where you are. And I'm not saying that having goals isn't important, but like numerical goals on Instagram, it's not always the end all be all. Let's just say that. So focus on the audience that you do have, the interactions that you do have and talk to them. Provide them with value and them with entertainment and focus on them and try to detach from the numbers. It's hard. You know, it's hard to ignore the numbers but you just what I try to do is I just try to be so grateful for anyone that is here and that's it. And I guess the last thing I would say is just like remind yourself that there is room for everyone, okay? Everyone is so different. We all bring something different to the table. Just because somebody else got an opportunity or just because oh my god, are you serious? I was I was literally about to go Oprah. Okay, they ruined my vibe, but here we go. Just because somebody else got an opportunity that you wanted doesn't mean that you're not going to get an opportunity in the future just because somebody started a podcast and you wanted to start a podcast doesn't mean you can't start a podcast like do you get what I'm saying I feel like I firmly believe that when something is for you nothing will get in the way of that and I basically apply that to literally everything in my life men (laughs) Instagram opportunities anything literally anything I know this didn't answer everything because I mean Instagram is a very large topic to cover, but I will be doing more episodes with guests and we'll dive deeper into Instagram and what actually goes behind it. I just feel like I want somebody else in this conversation with me. You know what I mean? But okay, I think this might be the last. Okay, no, it's not the last. Tips on a healthy lifestyle. So I don't, I love how I'm like, guys ask me questions and then I'm like I don't feel like I can answer this I don't feel like I'm like qualified to give this advice because this is something very personal you know but but we're gonna take we're gonna try so what I can say about this is 
lately I have been trying to reframe the way I think about things and I feel like so often we're told we need to we need to cut carbs and we need to cut sugar and we need to cut x y and z because it's all bad and whatever right so what I've been doing instead is instead of thinking about all the things that I need to cut from my life I've been thinking about all the things that I can add to my life instead so for example I started with lemon water first thing in the morning a few years ago. So simple, right? I've been doing lemon water first thing in the morning for probably like three years at this point, and I absolutely loved it. Then last year, I started incorporating these little ginger shots to my mornings because they help with immunity, etc. So I added those. So yeah, just kind of like, I guess I just wanted to say that to like, let's reframe the way we think about what healthy means and also realize that that can look very different for everyone and also realize that instead of like always thinking like that we need to cut things out let's think about adding better things instead i'm working on allowing myself everything and not depriving myself of a certain food group or a certain item but i'm also like very particular like i'm such a creature of habit i don't like to have many options i like to keep it simple and when i like something i love it and i love having it every day (laughs) until i get sick of it especially during the week like for me that's just what works like i don't i don't like to have time like I don't like to, I don't like to sit there and think about like, okay, what am I going to have for breakfast? What am I going to have for, like, I don't like that. Like, I just like to have a few staples that I enjoy that make me feel good, that are satisfying, that have some nutrients in them because, you know, I'm trying to stay alive. (laughs) Um, and that's it. So yeah, lately I've been, I've been loving smoothies and I found these blender bombs from the Skinny Confidential podcast. They had the founders of blender bombs on there and I ordered a few and I'm obsessed with them. They're these little bombs basically packed full of superfoods and they just like elevate your smoothie experience. So I've been adding those into my smoothies. I look forward to them every day. It's just like little things, you know, I love to work out and I feel like a healthy lifestyle definitely encompasses some sort of physical activity. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but I I love to work out. So I incorporate a workout into my day and I literally just schedule it into my day as if it were a meeting. I know it sounds cliche, but it's a meeting with myself, you know, but no, it really is. And I know that it's something that's going to make me feel good, you know? And so I think also intention is huge. Like when I think about working out, I think about, I'm so grateful that I get to work out. I'm so grateful that my body can do this. Not everybody has that privilege. You know what I mean? And I think about how I want to get stronger and I love just having that time to myself and I look forward to it. Am I in the mood to work out every day of my life? No, but I would say 90% of the time I am. I think you know, at this point, it's just part of my life. And I, I also think I'm lucky in the sense that I do love to work out. Like I don't have to force myself really. Um, I miss my workout classes more than life. Okay. But yeah, so find something that you like to do, find something that you enjoy doing, because if you do, then you'll be so much more likely to stick to it. You don't want to find something that you're like forcing yourself to do every single day. Like, don't get me wrong. There are certain days where I'm like forcing myself because I'm just not in the mood. But then once I start, I'm like into it. You know what I mean? And that's very, those days are few and far between. So find something that you enjoy doing. It doesn't have to be what everybody else is doing. It can be just like incline walking or just walking, like whatever it is, just start slow. Don't overwhelm yourself. And you know, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Great advice. No, I'm serious. Like I think, you know, 
what do they say? It takes 21 days to build a habit, right? So after it's a habit, it just becomes a part of your life. And at that point, it'll just kind of be like second nature. You're not going to be like, oh, I have to work out today or whatever. Like, it'll just be like, oh, I have a workout at 1030 or whatever. So yeah, and just remind yourself how lucky you are that you even get to do that. I'm still working on what my definition of a healthy lifestyle means, to be honest, because my journey, I hate that word, but my journey with food and exercise has been complicated and it's been tainted by just like years of restriction and over-exercising and of an eating disorder and etc. And right now, I feel so at peace with um, food and exercise. I still have a lot of work to do, but mainly with my relationship with food. But I definitely feel so calm in this area. And I think a lot of it has to do with, well, therapy. (laughs) Um, But also just changing my mindset and the way that I think about these things. Like I've just learned through experience that restricting myself leads me nowhere. I've learned that I don't like to have too many options during the week because it overwhelms me. I like eating the same thing on rotation. Um, And for now, I'm just focused on adding more little healthy habits that make me happy, that make me feel good, and that I enjoy. So I don't know if this answered your question. I'm sorry if I rambled. I guess my advice on it is just so scattered. Find things you enjoy. Don't deprive yourself. Find what works for you. And if it's different than what works for other people, that's okay. We all have different tastes. We all have different needs. We all have, di- we all have different bodies. We all enjoy different workouts. Some of us don't like working out at all. Maybe your thing is just walks. Walk, walking is great for you, okay? Do what makes you feel good and start incorporating little things into your days and don't overwhelm yourself. Take it slow, make things habits, and that way they'll just become part of your life. How to deal with negative friends? Um, I think I would say boundaries, set boundaries. Like, I think it also depends on the friendship and how close you guys are. Like, I need a little more context. Like, has this person always been negative from the get-go or did she start kind of turning into a negative Nancy? Like, what's the sitch? Because maybe something's happening in her life and in that case, you don't want to just, like, bounce. Like, definitely have some conversations if you can and if you feel like you can approach them, you know what I mean? But if someone is always negative around you and is always being a downer, like, that shit gets exhausting and I just, I wouldn't be able to be around that like I feel like I I pick up on people's energies and if I'm always around people who are negative like that's 100% gonna affect my mood and I'm just not down right like I'd rather be alone than be with somebody who's always negative so I guess my answer in short is set boundaries know that you don't have to put up with that you don't have to put up with people that are negative you deserve better especially if you are a beautiful positive person which just sounds like you are better friends will come get rid of any negative situation in your life any negative people in your life to make room for new and better ones i know that finding great friends isn't the easiest and it does take time but everybody deserves amazing friends so don't give up on it okay i think this will be the last question how are we doing time wise oh we're doing great okay what's something you're working on so myself having more patience with myself, believing in myself. I've been dealing with so much imposter syndrome lately and it's whack and it's not fun and I talk about it with my therapist all the time because for me, it affects every area of my life, first of all. And second of all, it ties into like, I never feel like I'm enough 
and I'm not trying to have a pity party over here, okay? But you're asking me what I'm working on and I'm telling you <laughs> what I'm working on. So I never feel like I'm doing enough. I never feel like I look good enough. And then it takes me to a place of, okay, I should be doing this. I need to be doing that. I need to be doing more of this. I need to start another business. I need to do that. Like it just, it goes to like, it goes to all these places. And I think in some scenarios, this is such a valid conversation to be having, you know, like I think in some seasons of our life, we maybe could be doing more. Um, and that doesn't necessarily always mean work, but like having more healthy habits, having more social time, having more whatever it may be. But the thing is like, I have always had this thought in my mind, no matter what I'm doing, even when I'm doing the most and even when I'm doing the least. And my therapist always reminds me that it's sort of tied to the way that I think about my body and how no matter what I look like, I never ever think it's enough. I never have in the past. Even when I've been like at my fittest body ever, I still thought I looked not good enough and I was still not satisfied. And in my mind, it's like, unfortunately, no matter what I look like, I never think it's enough. And so I'm trying so hard to just like get rid of this concept in my mind because it's so frustrating and I'm trying to eliminate these thoughts of always having to do more and simply being okay with where I'm at now. I feel like I preach this all the time and sometimes it's so hard for me to like practice it because I'm so mean to myself often and I just like I have so many goals for myself and I have so many expectations for myself and I think that's great but I take it to this level where sometimes it's just like I don't know. I don't know if that made sense, but I guess I'm just trying to have more self-compassion and kindness in my in my life. That's what we're working on. Okay, so before we wrap up this episode, I am so excited to introduce our new little segment called Poor Decisions in here, okay? I have to get full full credit to my beautiful friend Kristen shout out she um, thought about this and we rolled with it because I think it's so cute and fun so basically you guys are just gonna send me your poor decisions that you made and we're just gonna laugh at them together because I don't know about you but I make poor decisions on a regular basis okay so I'm gonna read a few of the ones that we have for this week so we have starting a diet in quarantine yeah that doesn't sound fun slid into a tiktok boys dms at 3 a.m after a pain pill okay but like i need more i need more what happened um forgot to put the mug on my coffee machine after i turned it on no got my hair dyed for the first time and she messed it up no not not a fan of that well where do i start recently i decided to drunk drunk text slash call a dude i matched with on bumble and had not even met yet and and had spoken to in and hadn't spoken to in weeks and you have permission to read my text so this one is from v and she (laughs) i love her and she sent me a screenshot of the conversation so i'm going to read it to you guys let me pull it up okay so she was talking to this guy and he was like oh this place is hell and she was like oh la 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 and then he said something else and then she said to be honest i was just trying to fuck you (laughs) but you ain't ready for all this so good night and he goes what in capitals and then he says you can't tell me things under the influence and she said hmm i have initiated the convo since we matched so and that's it 
love it savage respond to my ex's text lol (laughs) um eat dessert every day i think that's a great decision i don't think that's a poor decision okay had sex with my boyfriend in the bathroom while his parents were directly upstairs okay drank vodka when i know it hates me and spent the night hugging the toilet oh my god i have been there way too many times okay so um that's it for this episode i hope you guys enjoyed i loved answering your questions i love answering your questions always i'm so sorry my neighbors are doing whatever they are doing up there but i hope you guys enjoyed go follow the podcast at unwinding pod and i missed you guys last week so i'm so excited i hope you guys enjoyed and i already said that i can never wrap it up i'm gonna wrap it up now stay safe and healthy and happy love you guys i'll talk to you guys next week everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.